We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey Chargers fans, this is the Guilty as Charged podcast where we discuss all things related to the Los Angeles Chargers. We are available on all podcast platforms including Apple, Spotify, and Google. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or review. We do really appreciate the positive feedback. Make sure and follow us on social media including our Patreon account where as little as $1 gains you access to cool things like jersey giveaways and film breakdowns. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hey Chargers fans, welcome into another episode of the Guilty as Charged podcast. As always, I am your host. And joining me today are Jason and Alex. Uh, this is kind of a melancholy episode because it is Jason's last episode before he departs for the military. Jason, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Actually, I'm pretty bored. <laughs> well, in a couple of weeks, you'll be way less bored than you are right now. Or more bored. We'll see. <laughs> or more bored. To be, to be determined. Yeah. Yep. Well, Alex, how are you doing today, man? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, I'd like to remind everyone out there that Giannis should be the unanimous MVP of the league. <laughs> Who? <laughs> that's a basketball thing. Oh, basketball I thought he was thing, talking yeah. about football. I was so confused. I was like, who's who's Lonis? Giannis, dude. Giannis? The Greek freak. The Greek Steven freak. Do, Steven doesn't know who Will Chamberlain is. No, Jason doesn't know who he is. <laughs> I know who he is. Jason doesn't know who he is. <laughs> We gotta teach Jason some history about this. Sports. Is what That's happens right. when it's eleven fourteen on the East Coast? <laughs> yeah. Well, did you have some coffee this afternoon, dude? Uh, like two hours ago. <laughs> nice. That's what I like to hear. So, 
we all know the biggest news that came out yesterday. I tweeted out that I was optimistic that an extension for Joey Bosa would get done before the season. And then like an hour later, the extension happened. Uh, Alex, your first reaction to the Joey Bosa extension. Uh, awesome news. I always thought it was going to happen. Um, I thought the fact that he was uh, kind of returning to camp, uh, or reporting to camp, sorry, was a good sign. Um, just because, yeah, I, I didn't really expect him to hold out either. Uh, I know people thought he would, but that was more about his rookie contract language um, when he kind of held out in his rookie year. Uh, and that's happened with a couple Chargers before. With uh, That happened with LT. I think it didn't... It, yeah, it happened with LT and also Rivers was for a while um, like that. But, you know, so ultimately I thought Bosa was always going to get a deal done. So, and it was really important that they did get a deal done with him just because, um, he's really talented. Uh, I would argue that he's either, you know, first, second, he's a top three edge, no matter, you know, how you put it. And I think he has the potential to be the best one one day. Um, and last year I thought he was the best pass rusher outside of Aaron Donald. So he is, um... Just a really solid player, and I'm happy to have him for five more years. So, yeah, and I'm rocking his 99 jersey as a uh, collector's item. So, <laughs> Yeah, Alex and I both have 99 Bosa jerseys, which, uh, you know, I don't really plan on getting another one, but that's okay. Uh, so the deal was five years, $135 million. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Jason mentioned that it would be really cool if the Chargers made him the highest-paid edge rusher slash defensive player, and that did happen. Uh, so, Jason, what were your thoughts when the extension uh, finally came out? Get that money! <laughs> I'm happy about it. I mean, there was never really doubt at all. Every rumor that somebody's had that Joey wants to leave or uh, is unhappy with the Chargers organization, he himself has shot down on numerous occasions. And Right. Normally, you got guys like Odell or Antonio Brown where they don't, shoot it down they just kind of let it linger you know or they'll egg it on a little bit whereas joey he would immediately shoot it down so you knew it was all bull crap and you know joey has a really good relationship with the guys in the locker room he's told derwin james multiple times mic'd up that they're going to be doing this for a long time um him and mel have a good connection so it's like i couldn't see it at all he loves the team and he was putting it on the line even when that team was not playing um, its best football. Right. So it's like, man, I, I, there's certain players that just have the heart and the loyalty to their football teams. And, and fortunately enough, the Chargers, for the most part, have a lot of guys that have that characteristic. Yeah, I feel like if we – or I feel like if he were unhappy with the team, we would have noticed last year. Because last year was such a struggle. The games were so up and down. Uh, but week in and week out, you saw the effort. You saw the motor always running. And even in the sound bites after the game, he was like, I'm coming to work. This is where I want to be. You know, this is what I'm going to do. And whoever wants to come fight with me, like, they're going to come along with me for the ride. And, and if not, then, then they can leave. And so I think last year really kind of cemented to me that he wanted to be here long term. And obviously the the extension got done. I was laughing all day long about, is Bosa holding out? Is Bosa holding out? And it's like, well, you see, there's this new thing called a CBA, which basically made holdouts pointless. You cannot hold out unless you basically want to be broke within the next two weeks. 
Yeah. It's you can't do it. You're going to lose so much money. It's basic. They made it impossible, pretty much. Um, I don't know the extent of what you could get fined, but it could be like a lot, uh, a couple hundred thousand, I think, a day. Yeah, it's a lot of money. So there's no point in holding out. Yeah, holding out now. I mean, when we were growing up, obviously holdouts happen all the time with first round picks. You know, Jamarcus Russell held out, Sam Bradford held out. Like every single quarterback always held out in the first round. Um, but that's just not a thing anymore, and I'm you know, I'm happy that the CBA has has made it that way. Uh, so, Alex, we have Joey Bosa for the next six years. Jim Trotter also reported that he is hearing that the Chargers are working on an extension for Keenan Allen as well. Uh, I know that's you know an exciting thing for all of us. Uh, but your thoughts to potentially extending Bosa and Keenan Allen in the same week? Uh, I mean, they can do it, right? And honestly, like, there's been articles about people like, oh, well, should the Chargers trade Ingram now? It's like, no, they have the ability to, with their cap being about $90 million, they can, if you subtract the Bosa deal out of that, that gets you at about 63 Um, Then you assume Keenan makes $20-22 million, then, all right, so you're at about $43, $41 million, and then you could give Ingram 12 to 15 mil and you'd still have about 25 to 30 million left in salary cap. So they could honestly afford all three. Um, It's a matter of whether they want to do it or not. I think they're obviously going to pay Allen. Uh, Ingram to me is the next likeliest out of that group. And then it's a, it's a pretty to be determined when it comes to Hunter Henry Desmond King, all those guys, it'll depend on their 2020 performance, and, you know, um, for Henry, it'll come down to uh, injuries, King, how necessary he is on the team, and then there's other free agents past there, like, uh, I, Rayshon Jenkins is also a free agent, right? And there's a couple others, yeah. but yeah. But no, I, um, for me, the way that it's laid out now, I think that the plan is going to be locking up Bosa and Keenan for the foreseeable future and then probably signing Melvin Ingram to a two or three deal, uh, two or three year deal. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably going to be the direction this is headed. Yeah. You know, I think that the Keenan extension is likely going to come before the season. It, it makes too much sense. Just the same thing with Bosa to get this deal done now. Whereas, you know, you wait a year and then Keenan Allen has an amazing season, which we all think is going to happen. And then you have to pay him next year along. You know, there are a ton of free agents next year. Kenny Galladay, Cooper Cup, Chris Godwin, all these guys from uh, that draft class are also free agents. So uh, making the extension happen now makes way too much sense. Um, Jason, what did you make of the report that Keenan Allen is also in extension talks? Um. It was a little sooner than I expected. I didn't think they were going to do it until about mid-season at the earliest. So the fact that they're already in negotiations is um, it's pretty awesome. I mean, I didn't expect it, so I'm happy about it. Um, at this point, it's just how fast they come to a, an agreement. I'm sure they already have like the base money like figured out. It's just about the guarantees, the right. um, injury language that kind of stuff in there um but i'm happy about it i've always wanted to see keenan allen um be successful in the nfl so the fact that he is about to be the highest paid receiver in the nfl is pretty awesome 
It is really awesome, and he and he really deserves it. And, you know, the Chargers have had him on a huge discount the last four years, and a lot of that was because of his injuries. But you know, he's been a top five receiver, top six, you know, like top seven at the worst. And the Chargers have had him, I believe, at like the sixteenth highest receiver. Yeah. So uh, it's been quite a bargain, and he deserves every penny that's coming his way. And you know that video today that came out of him running that route, man. I'm I just am so excited that football <laughs> is coming back and. Keenan Allen is going to have an awesome, awesome 2020 if there is a 2020 season. I just wanted to uh, mention something about this is what happens when you have a rookie quarterback um, and a cheap quarterback. You're able to re-sign all your guys. Um, This was one of the reasons that I was against signing Tom Brady uh, or any kind of, you know, big money quarterback the Chargers perhaps could have gotten. Um, I was just against it because... Yeah, it, it would have messed up the future. First, they wouldn't have been able to afford the guys they got this year with Linval and uh, Chris Harris, Brian Balaga. And then, um, you know, other, th- <laughs> other than that, um, they probably, you know, afford uh, deals that they've been able to afford to the extent that they would have. And maybe instead of re-signing Bosa, Allen, and Ingram, Maybe you only get Bosa and Allen or Bosa and Ingram, right, in some kind of order, right? So I, I think that's uh, this is one of the benefits of having a cheap quarterback, and it looks like the Chargers are prepared to take full advantage of that. Yeah, the Chargers, you know, if next if Trey Pipkins can develop a little bit or if they hit on the draft and a left tackle on a corner spot, they really have long-term assets at every key position. You know, obviously with uh, Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, you know, whoever the left tackle is, Trey Pipkins, or potentially a, a 2020 draft pick. And you have Bosa, Kenneth Murray, Drew Tranquil, Derwin James. And then that corner spot is really the only one where uh, they need to get some long-term clarity. So there's a lot to be excited about in terms of the Chargers' future. And hopefully uh, they're able to have a good 2020 and build into some long-term success. So in Jason's honor, since this is his last episode, we are going to do a Mount Rushmore draft of the number 13. Uh, This is only going to be football players, so uh, it might get a little dicey at the end, but what we're going to do is uh, is a snake draft. Uh, Jason's going to start us off, and then each of us are going to draft our Mount Rushmore of football players who have worn the number 13. (laughs) Uh, So Jason, go ahead and start us off. I'm starting with the quarterback because I can only think of two quarterbacks. And so if you two obviously get to take a quarterback, I'm in trouble. So I'm going to go with Dan Marino here. And I just want that, that stableness and um, stableness I want that stableness. And also he's really freaking good. So he's amazing. Yeah. Obviously I have to quarterbacks. Obviously their value is a lot higher than any other position. So I'm going to take the best number 13 quarterback. And I don't think there's debate there. Is there? Maybe? I don't think so. No. Uh, if, if, if there is, you're wrong. <laughs> Who are some of the other 13 quarterbacks so I can know before Kurt my Warner. draft pick? Oh. Kurt Warner is really the only other mm-hmm. one. I mean, there's a, some backups and things like that uh, who have also worn number 13. So it's really just kind of... You, you don't necessarily have to look at this as like you're building can, an, can an you pick NFL Tua? team. Yeah, that that is also an option. You could pick Tua, or you know, you could just do four receivers. It really is is up to hmm. you how you want to. Should I do pick Tua or one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time? This, 
I mean, gonna... he's one of the better college quarterbacks of all time. How much do you put into that? Wait, is he wearing 13? I thought he was wearing number one. Oh, in yeah. Miami. Two is in number Miami, one, he is. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, Iowa Barnstormer, uh, Kurt Warner. <laughs> the what? Is that an actual Yeah, thing? he was. He played in the some American. Yeah, he was the Iowa Barnstormer. The Barnstormer? Okay. Yeah. That sounds... Right. Yeah, he was bagging groceries and playing football. That's, it, it was like, I don't know, some football league. That sounds like it would offend somebody. I don't know what it <laughs> means, Iowa but part. it sounds like it would offend somebody. Iowa has become the Iowa football team. <laughs> after yeah, football team. <laughs> hey, man, they might be in trouble this year, but that's another topic. I think the league is totally dissolved. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to look it up. I'm pretty sure I'm right. The <laughs> Well, let's get some clarity on this before we move the on. Iowa to, to Barnstormers, I yeah. love it. Oh no, it's still it's it's still a thing. It's a it was an indoor football league that Kurt Warner played in. Uh, it, it was yeah, they're in based in Des Moines, Iowa. The Des Moines Barnstormers, I love Interesting. it. Interesting. Interesting. So my pick is up here, and we're gonna snake it. So I'll get two. Um, there aren't really any other quarterbacks. And I'm interested in doing a Mount Rushmore of, you know, there's like TJ Yates and Trevor Simeon. Uh, so I'm going to go Keenan Allen here. Uh, the guy who I think is going to be, you know, the best receiver in Chargers history when it's all said and done. And, you know, I'm super excited about him. We've talked about him a little bit already. And then for my second number 13, I'm going to go with Odell Beckham Jr. Um, uh, one of the more talented receivers of our lifetime. And I think that, uh, really, it's the debate here was probably between Odell and Mike Evans. So I'm going to go with Odell because I hate Mike Evans now after all this stuff. Uh, so, <laughs> Alex, your second pick. Ooh. Um. Hmm. I'm definitely not looking through Google Images right now at pictures of number 13s. <laughs> Uh, and all right. So for my next number 13 pick, I'm going to pick, uh, Jason's boy, Michael Thomas. Uh, you know, there you go. He's a great receiver. Um, and you know, Drew Brees does throw those five yard slants real good. Expert analysis. He's a good receiver. Let's go everybody. (laughs) Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner to Michael Thomas. You know, that's, that's a five yard slant in heaven, baby. I mean, come on. (laughs) I am going to pick a player I'm thinking of. I can't think of anybody else. Um, I will pick. The player that I think will be Stevie Johnson. Okay. I'll take Stevie Johnson mm. because prime Stevie Johnson, uh, I think he'd get on the same page with Dan Marino, and I just think that would be nasty. And, you know, give me the receiver that could burn Darrell Revis. I'll take it. Uh, Stevie Johnson, I just... You know, so underappreciated. Even in the time that he had with the Chargers, he just didn't get a good chemistry with Philip Rivers, which is really odd. But it just that's the way it, the the cookie crumbled. I don't know. Is that how that works? I think that's how the saying goes. And the cookie crumbled. Yeah. I I just you know Stevie Johnson, one of the better route runners ever, one of the more imaginative players ever. So uh, I'll 
I'll use my pick here for that. And I have another pick, don't I? Yep. Yeah, you're going to go back to back here. Son of a boy. Um, <laughs> for my next trick, I will add speed and effectiveness. And uh, when there is a will, there is a way to win with this pick. That number 13. Um, Are you buying time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shoot. It is going to be... It's going to be Mike Evans, isn't it? It's going to be Mike Evans. Whatever. Oh, man. That's the way it's going to be. That's what I was left with. So, Is you know that what? pick locked in? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take T.Y. Hilton with my next there pick. You, so. you can have him. Well, you, I'd rather have T.Y. Hilton than Mike Evans. So. I'm the glass man. <laughs> He's a fast man, though. He is a fast man. T.Y. is very fast. Yeah, in the four uh, weeks think... you can have him play. He'll be great. <laughs> it's a good four weeks. <laughs> He's not that injury prone. I mean, he had a he had a tough uh, he had a tough last year, but he's been mostly healthy after that. Well, I got I say. the my receiver. Your T.Y. not even on his level, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that is that was a funny discussion. So I got to go back to back here, huh? Um, shoot, we're out of thirteens. <laughs> we're not out of thirteens. It's just a bunch we're out of, of guys good thirteens. We're out of good thirteens. Yes. Um, let me look at this list real quick. So obviously, you know, there was a surprise one which we talked about earlier, which or not earlier, up before the show, which is Sehi Jerry Tutu War thirteen. For one season in a season in which he did not play like anything. Um, so I actually just found a quarterback who wore number thirteen. Uh, his name is Steve Bono. He played for the Chiefs. He replaced. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> he happened to replace uh, Joe Montana, and he did okay. He had one Pro Bowl season, so I'm going to go with Steve Bono for my Mount Rushmore of number thirteen for that pick, and then. This last one's a little tougher. For my last number 13, I'm going to go with one of Jason's more underrated guys in Philip Dorsett. Philip Dorsett is going to be my, to round out my Mount Rushmore of number 13s. He's in Seattle now, isn't he? No. Oh, yeah, he is. Wait, yeah. Uh huh. I know he's not in New England anymore. Yeah. He was pretty good for like seven or eight games with the Patriots, I think. He might be all right. Uh, might be an all right <laughs> weapon there. Ooh. All right. So the pickings are getting a little bit thin at this point. Um, that might be an understatement. So uh, I have a couple choices that I'm thinking about. Uh, I'd like to get a ruling from the committee. Uh, Calvin Johnson was on the cover of Madden NFL 13. Am I allowed? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> BS. It was a good try, though. It was I, a good effort. It, I, I had to I had to try for Calvin. You um, can take Calvin Benjamin off the Bills. Oh, Jesus, no. Um, I mean, Josh Gordon wore 13 for one season, and it was a fantastic one season. Hmm. All right, you know what? Is this my last pick? Yes. I am going to take 
At number 13 in football, I'm going to take Alex Morgan off of Team USA, the football team. What? And my, yeah, so Alex Morgan is on my football team. The sport is called football in many other countries. I mean, she's an icon. But, nah, dude, you gotta pick an actual NFL player, man. Uh, alright. Um... I guess you know what for for old memory's sake he did wear the number for a while uh, a very famous charger for one game uh say he a juror 2-2 uh is going to be go. my pick but shout there out to go. Alex Morgan Shout out to Alex Morgan she's a national treasure uh I think she just had her first kid by the way Ooh. Anyways, Jason, your final pick of your Mount Rushmore of the number 13 NFL players. I've been so lost because I have no idea who you guys are talking about. You don't know who Alex Morgan is? No. Jason, how oh do you not know? Gosh. Have you never watched the Olympics or World Cup? No. <laughs> oh, man. You got to tune into those, man. Those are those are amazing experiences. All right. So, d- sure. Uh, one day. <laughs> um. Greg Ward is number 13, right? No, Greg Ward's 84. He's 84. Gosh, I think he was 13 in college. Aguilar was number 13. Yeah, you want to take him? <laughs> um, he you was know, pretty good for one season. You know what? You know what? I will not take him. <laughs> I will... T- I don't want to take Hunter Renfro either. This is gross. <laughs> what is happening? I just saw Christian Kirk on this list. The receiver no. for the Cardinals. Oh man! I what rookie taken... is number thirteen in the league right now? Has any ro- has any rookie selected the number thirteen? Uh, has anyone? There's Michael Gallup. It's not a rookie. <laughs> Who's this guy? Can I switch mine from? Can I switch mine to Michael Gallup? My last one. Who was your last one? Uh, Philip Dorsett. <laughs> no. Um, just... I would just take Philip Dorsett, and that would be anticlimactic. Okay. I <laughs> Fluff, man, this is hard. There's Kendall Wright. There's Jarius Wright. I don't know. Who Kendall Wright off the Titans? I'll take him. Yeah. I loved Kendall Wright. There you go. Oh, I can't believe I forgot him. Kendall Wright was one of my favorite players. He was so he, underappreciated. Uh, he's not played since 2017, but... He was really good for the Titans for, for a few years. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was. He had one 1,000-yard season in 2013. Uh-huh. Uh, then he had 700 yards after that. His last year with the Bears, uh, I was pretty surprised he didn't get back on another team because he had a, a good season for the Bears as well. So there we have it. The best Mount Rushmore ever. Um, <laughs> I don't know who won that. So wait, who did, yeah, so like, who did we even pick? If <laughs> I don't remember. Steven's going to have to be the ruling there. I picked Kurt so, Warner. Yeah. Dan Marino. Kurt Warner. Jason had Dan Marino. And Mike Evans. Kendall Wright. I picked T.Y. Who's your other one? Who's my other receiver? Oh, man. We should have been writing these down. I didn't write this. I know who mine are. I had, I had Keenan Allen, Odell, Beckham. And then I had that uh, quarterback, John Boone. Oh, I had Stevie Johnson. Philip Dorsett. Yeah, Stevie Johnson. There you go. I had Kurt, uh, T.Y. Who? Say he had your 2-2. That was your last one. Who was, my, who was, who was the second one? That I t- <laughs> tried, to, tried to get hustle us with Alex Morgan. Yeah, but who was the who second was one I took? the second one? 
I don't I don't remember. Did you only pick Did you only pick three? No, I picked I picked one but I can't remember. <laughs> did you pick Aguilar? No. No. No, I didn't Oh I picked Mike Thomas. I picked Mike Thomas. Yeah, you Mike did. Thomas. There we go. There I forgot. Uh, Mike Thomas is so forgettable that we forgot him. Dan Marino, Stevie Johnson, Mike Evans, and Kendall Wright. So I have yeah, so I have Kurt Warner, Mike Thomas, uh Alex Morgan slash Sahia Juratutu and my <laughs> my fourth pick was um Shit, who the fuck did I just <laughs> <laughs> Mike Thomas, dude? No, I, we already I, said that he forgot the other one. <laughs> this is terrible. T Y. It is oh, almost T-Y, midnight T-Y, and T-Y. on the East Coast. Yeah, T-Y. Wait, you took you Kurt Warner, T Y, Mike Thomas, and Say Yes. Is it Seiji or Seiji? I don't know. I think it's Seiji. If it's Seiji, that's stupid. It's a Y. <laughs> so, yeah, then I have Keenan Allen, Odell Beckham Jr., John Bono or Bono. I don't know. <laughs> Steven, you would have been better off just taking Bono from the, from the Beatles. <laughs> And then uh, Philip Dorsett. said, I should have taken Michael Gallup. Wait, I did I just say Bono from the Beatles? <laughs> yeah, dude. You can't take Bono. He didn't play football. It is midnight uh, in Florida I, where Alex is. So I, I just said Bono from the Beatles. I'm so awful. Holy shit. Wait, who is this Bono guy we're talking about? You what know who Bono is. Gosh. The musician? No, the quarterback. Oh, for the Chiefs. Oh, he played for the... He was like a, a journeyman. He he had like a super long career. Also, I know who um, Bono is because Alex just said he'd Bono from the Beatles. So now I get it. But <laughs> I don't know who Bono is. Oh, also it's Steve Bono, not John Bono. <laughs> also, it's Bono from U2, not Bono from the Beatles, which is why yeah. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I don't um, but he played in the NFL for 14 seasons. He was mostly wow. a backup. Uh, but he started two years for the Chiefs. After Joe Montana re- officially retired from their team in '95 and '96, uh, in 1995 he made the Pro Bowl and he threw for 3,000 yards and 21 touchdowns. Uh, he had a pretty good season, but he had the longest career of any other ones. Like I couldn't choose Trevor Simeon or or someone that was in the league for like a who's year. Your, like who was your TJ fourth Yates. pick? Philip Dorsett, which I regret and wish what I could have chosen Michael Tim- Gallup. But what number was Tim Tebow in the Broncos? 15. 15. 15. I'm trying to think of other yeah. like number three. And Robert Griffin the third was number 12, right? Number 10, sorry. Yeah, he's number 10. And I think number, now he's number three. Yeah. What the heck? Why are no quarterbacks like number 13? I know. I feel like 13 is a super cool number, and it's mostly been It's the best number receivers. in the world. Instead, yeah, you have so it is Jason's favorite number. Picking like number 18 in crap or 19. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. What's the best quarterback number while we're on this topic? Ooh. Seven. Seven? Mm. I feel like all the all the scrambling quarterbacks when you're coaching kids, because every time I coach a kid and he's a scrambling quarterback, he's like, I'm going to be number seven because Michael Vick. Yeah, seven or eight, I feel like, is is a good – I really like number eight. I like number I eight. Like also, it. 12 – I mean Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. You know what? I feel like Five number four is a luck. little underrated here. Four? Four. Five is kind yeah. of fun. 
Who's who's we're, four so we're saying far? every single number <laughs> in the pre. <laughs> I'm gonna go on record right now and say my favorite quarterback number is eight. My favorite quarterback number is I'm gonna say two. You can't up Cam Newton's Auburn two. That was a fire season. So my favorite uh, number quarterback number is Michael Vick and Jeff Garcia's number seven. There you go. Jason, do you know why Cam Newton chose number one and not number two in the NFL? I do not know. Because the Panthers had drafted Jimmy Clausen before, or not drafted, they had signed Jimmy Clausen the year before, and Jimmy Clausen would not give Cam his number two. So Cam chose number one. Jimmy Clausen? Yeah, he played at Notre Dame. I know who he is. I just... Imagine. I think he was drafted by the Bears. Imagine like Brad Sorensen <laughs> saying, "No, you can't have my number." Imagine that's, like that's what I heard out of that. Imagine yeah. like you know whatever Tampa Bay's backup or like Chris Godwin telling Tom Brady he can't have number twelve. Oh yeah, what number is Godwin gonna wear this year? I don't know. He I think Godwin though. said he was gonna be number fourteen. Fourteen. Mm. Fourteen. Could have picked thirteen. No, because Mike Evans is oh. 13. Well, I mean, he's better than Mike Evans anyway. It's true. <laughs> and that is that scientific is fact. Oh, I guess we should get into uh, Keenan. <laughs> Keenan. Oh, did we get into that last episode? Yeah, we did. Never mind. <laughs> get into what? No, oh, Keenan his adding NFL everybody top 100 ranking. Unbelievable. Uh, Unacceptable. Yes. And Lamar Jackson was number one on the rankings. Oh, yeah. I guess we just kind of like went into that all of a sudden. Thank you, Alex, for reminding. Lamar Jackson got number one. That's the only good part of this entire 100 list. Um, <laughs> the whole list was just it was garbage. Bizarre, man. It was garbage, yeah. top to bottom. It was garbage. There was no someone. Uh, someone had their ballot leaked, and you know he had. I'm pretty sure it was a Packers player because he had like four Packers in the top ten. You know. <laughs> His number one was Aaron Rodgers, and then it was like Aaron Donald, Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes, and then it was like J- Jair Alexander was five, and Darius <laughs> <This laughs> Smith was joke, six, man. and Preston Smith was so, nine. It was so bad. Only two Chargers made the list. Yes. yes. What the fluff? I, I will say it's it's hard for players to like to have the players who play the sport go through and rank one through 100 and do so accurately. That being said, I feel like majority of NFL players could do one through twenty-five and like do so well. Well, that's the thing is like but... they're doing it with all these like biases, and not to say that the media wouldn't also be biased, but like, okay, you can't have Jair Alexander as your fifth best player. <laughs> like, yeah, come on, man. And I don't know, just you know, we talked about some of the bad ones on the first night, but. It just kept on getting worse and worse and worse. Like Jimmy Garoppolo at forty three, was was pretty bad. Um, Derek Henry in the top ten is a joke. <laughs> I hated it. Let and me tell you. Man. Let me tell you about Carson fucking Wentz not making the goddamn list. <laughs> fucking these fucking mama loops over here. Uh, Dude, now I have to click the mature button. Uh, there is a lot of things wrong with that. Anyways. <laughs> Um. Okay, in, injury-prone Carson Wentz didn't make the list. Who cares? What does matter is that Casey Hayward did not make the list. Yeah, That's some true. bull crap. 
Um, Derwin James, I I kind of get it, but I don't at the injured, same time yeah. because he is top two in terms of safeties. He's one A, one B with Jamal Adams in terms of who are the who is the best safety in the NFL. Who was the guy that you, who was the guy that played like eight games this year and made the list? There was like some guy that played like half the season that like JJ was, Watt. JJ Watt. Yeah, JJ Watt made played eighty games or eight games and he made like what, number forty or something like that? Like that's ridiculous. Yeah, I wanna say he was like JJ Watt playing eighty games out here. <laughs> I was thinking next about the level NBA. crap. <laughs> Maybe between him, TJ and Derek, it still doesn't even get to eighty. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, the the top 100 was balls, um, and it could suck mine because that was garbage. <laughs> oh, man, too funny. But yeah, I think it would be super fun to really try and sit down and, and do a top. I wouldn't do 100 because that's way too much work, but maybe I'll do like a top 50 just for Sure, fun. let me write my ballot down. Number one, Keenan Allen. Number two, Casey Hayward. Number three, Joe <laughs> Am I doing it right, NFL? Uh, right number on one, bar. Greg Ward. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Carson Wentz. Alex has betrayed his own quarterback. <laughs> hey, but Dakota oh, made it. Mm, Dakota? Dak. Dak. Oh, Dak. I was like, who's Dakota? <laughs> Rain Dakota Prescott. <laughs> Dak made what it. What was... Uh... I was just going to ask him what about. What did Minka Fitzpatrick end up at? He got like 30-something, did 20-something. Minka no, made the like list. 25, right? Yeah, I made like number 25. Minka was on the list. I remember him being in yesterday's episode. I don't remember where I, he was. I think so. he was number 25 on the list. I'll check right now. Minka's annoying because I have Steelers fans who proclaim that he's better than Derwin James all the time. And just because he's in the position to intercept oh, the ball. Yeah. I mean, he is he's 35. Good. I think Minka. 35. He's. He's decent. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's like terrible, but he's definitely not in the conversation right. with Jamal. I, I, he's, I like Mika even, a lot. It's just he's not like, even top ten safety. Right. He's good. It's just like when you're talking about guys like Derwin James and Jamal Adams, it's like that's that's a different tier. Mika Fitzpatrick like is next... on the same level as Bradley McDougald. <laughs> I don't know if I would go Steelers that far, fans but... are not gonna like this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Harrison Smith is probably third behind. Derwin and Jamal, I would, I would have to mm. look into this more, but maybe I know it's not Minka. Minka, Anyways, do we want to do an impromptu Minka. top ten safety list? Minka, no, I don't. I I would have to do some more research and stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, this has been fun so far. Uh, Jason, I'll let you kind of just have the have the floor right now. You know, you All can right. talk about whatever kind of topic you want for the next any topic I want. Or, yes. Any topic related to football. Oh. So you get, I'll give you uh, five minutes to talk about whatever you want, and then we'll wrap up today's episode. Okay, cool. So we are going to go through a power ranking real fast, (laughs) real fast on favorite football movies. Oh, good choice. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do. I like this. We are going to do, um, we're going to go clockwise from steven and then it's gonna be me and this gonna be alex and we're gonna go clockwise three times on um basically a little draft of movies and we're gonna find out who has the best movies in their lineup mm. all right so i gotta go first yeah steven's gotta start off okay easy first choice remember the titans man that's my, that's one of my favorite a movies of all good time. one and 
Why why would you pick Remember the Titans? Did that would you say it has the most impact? I feel like it was very socially relevant. It still is very socially relevant to today's world. And you know, just you can't beat Denzel Washington in his prime, man. I think he, Denzel is one of the the best actors of all time. And you know, it came out I believe when I was in like fifth grade, and it still holds up. I can still watch it and have a good time. So, Remember yeah. the Titans is my easy first choice right here. I agree. Remember the Titans, powerful as fuck. Stephen bleep that. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will go next, and I'm going to pick. Um, kind of a little bit of a darker one, but I love it, and it's gonna be Friday Night Lights, the movie, not the show. Love the show, but I'm we're going movies here. Show's and good too. Friday Night Lights for me is just like the the pressure that a championship football team can have, and you know, um, I've experienced f- firsthand as um as a quarterback during a championship run where that can get to you, man. That can and. It'll mess you up. So it's definitely one I relate to the most. And there's a lot of pressure from all sides, family, school, coaches, players, friends, all of the above. And yeah, but it really hits the nail on the head for how football can be if you let it take over your life instead of it just being something fun for you to do. And it's something I struggle to remember even doing these podcasts and uh, these rankings. Man, you forget that it's, it's a fun thing to do. It's not life. Um, but it surely takes over like it is life. Anyways, Alex is yeah. up next. His choice is obviously going to suck, but we're going to get through it, everybody. <laughs> Ooh, this is tough, and I'm totally not looking through slideshow of best football movies to get uh, to remember things. Dang uh, it, Alex! You can't I'm going to go with the superstar Bobby Boucher, and I'm going to go with the yes! water boy. Nice. Yes. Love that choice. Right. Mama said. Mama said that Alex's choice was not that bad. <laughs> so do I get to go next or are we doing, uh, are we doing Snake? No, you're going next. Uh-huh. Doing a circle. Circle. All right. So my next one, I'm going to go with The Replacements. Mm. Ooh, uh, I the Replacements one. is super underrated. Obviously, it stars Keanu Reeves. Uh, I believe it was after The Matrix. I could be wrong on yeah. that, but uh, I love that movie, man. And I just love the idea of having, you know, a replacement player type season and and going on. This coach goes onto this boat and just rescues this guy from literally the bottom of the of the river or whatever it is in, in the Bay or the DC area, and just you know, he takes him to the playoffs. And I think it's just super cool, super funny. And I love Keanu Reeves, so you know that that holds up for me. I like it. So my next pick is actually going to be The Blind Side hmm, with okay. Michael pick. Orr, and you know it blends comedy, it blends in um, the struggles that these guys have growing up, man. And it's it was a really emotional film, but it was a really awesome film as well. And of course, there's yeah. that that adorable little kid in the Blind Side that is in every movie that requires an adorable little kid, and it's you know what kid I'm talking about. He's in every movie. We're like, we need a little kid. He needs to be cute, and we need people to feel for him. And he's gotta he's gotta make the main character feel bad. He was in Hancock too, and it's <laughs> just was. like this this little kid is just like I'm a little kid, and I'm gonna teach you everything, Mister. And boom, <laughs> this guy's a boss. And that is how Michael Orr became 
a left tackle that disappeared off the face of the earth is this <laughs> little freaking kid giving him faith. I love it. It also has Sandra Bullock in it. So and she's hot. Good. <laughs> yes, she is. Uh, All right, Alex, you're for next. For my next pick, I'm going to go uh, show me the money with Jerry Maguire. Show me the okay. money! <laughs> good one, good one, good one. I just watched I like that for that. the first time recently. Yeah, it's really good. Expert analysis by Alex. It's really good, everybody. There we go. It's a good movie. And it's a good movie. It's not really good. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry Maguire, uh, definitely a good one. Cuba Gooding Jr. makes me laugh over and over in that movie. Rest Fantastic. in peace to Kelly Preston, who just died recently. Oh, oh that's, sad. That's definitely really sad. Anyway, Stephen, back to you. What do you got for us? So I'm surprised it lasted this long. I'm going to go with Any Given Sunday mm. uh, to wrap this up. You know, obviously it has Jamie Foxx. It was kind of his debut uh, debut thing. It has Dennis Quaid and obviously Al Pacino. So it has a, a star-studded cast. Oh, and uh, Cameron Diaz is in it as well before she became big. Uh, I guess that was after The Mask, actually. But anyways, I just really like Any Given Sunday and for... You know, it's few actual football scenes I feel like were really freaking good, especially for a movie in 1999. Uh, but yeah, Any Given Sunday, definitely one that still holds up to, to rewatch today. So there are three movies that I have to pick between. It is Rudy, Invincible, yeah, the both really good ones, and The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler and Nelly and all them. So Also a good one three movies i gotta pick between here now longest yard was fun it was funny but it wasn't powerful it wasn't impactful so i'm gonna put that one aside for now because invincible and rudy were powerful movies and um, yes. movies where people had dreams and they pursued those dreams uh rudy is a really fun one um kid going through notre dame uh samwise Gamgee plays football and uh <laughs> john favreau takes a break from being Iron Man's handyman or whatever, his bodyguard, and he is also with it. Anyways. Timeline doesn't really match up there, but we'll go with it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't at all. But anyways, Samwise Gamgee sticks to his dream playing Notre Dame football. Um, it's also bull crap. He didn't actually play in a game, which is total bull. Anyways, the real life story sucks. The movie's way better. Anyways, Invincible is freaking fantastic. Vince Papali or Mark Wahlberg um, it's basically this old guy who is just a bartender. He's basically Nick from uh, what the one show. Nick Miller? Uh, no, yeah, Nick Miller, right? From New Girl? New Girl. There we go. There we go. I was, tra- I was struggling to remember the name. Um, Nick Miller, uh, 30-year-old bartender. It's actually not his name. It's Vince Papali. Um, <laughs> true story about a guy, just a Philadelphia guy who talks like this. And uh, <laughs> Alex is distant relative <laughs> and he goes to open tryouts which i'm sure we've all dreamed of being true one day but it never happens tom telesco you've ruined my life anyways <laughs> this this movie is really just you know no matter how late it is um no matter how old you are it's just keep chasing your dreams man do everything you can do and at the end of the day you just want to be able to say you tried and you did your best and, you know, that's that's the best thing. Also, uh, Vince Papali, uh, NFL's Philadelphia Eagles 1976. That's when my dad was born. So, freaking old. Shout out to my dad. Old as hell. So, is that your choice? 
Yeah, Invincible. I'm going with Invincible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also, I think it's Disney. It is Disney, yeah. It's on Disney Plus, Mark I think. Mark Wahlberg on a Disney movie is freaking funny. All right, Alex, uh, send us home. For my last pick, I'm going to go with a football movie that I think is a little bit underrated. I'm going to go with We Are Marshall with Matthew McConaughey. Nice. Uh, I like that one. I think it's a, it's a good movie. Uh has has that kind of tragedy, but, you know, they rebuild the program. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really, really good movie. It's uh, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, who else was in that movie? Oh, Anthony, 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 Mackie. Anthony Mackie. Yeah, he was also in yeah. Yeah, so that... A.K.A. Falcon. Yeah. It's been a while. A.K.A. Captain America. I mean, you know. Oh, uh, yes. Um, yes. New Captain America. Yeah. Spoilers if you haven't seen Avengers whatever the fuck after three I years. Have <laughs> I have it. Man, we're touching on all things pop culture today. Yeah, we are. Well, that was good, Jason. That was a good little surprise topic. Uh, that was totally improvised. None of us had any idea what was going on there. <laughs> so I, I like that discussion, man. Your final episode. How's it feel? It feels relieving. I hate you guys so much. I'm so <laughs> glad that we get to be distant forever. I was really hoping to have one last thing, like a game of truth or dare. That way I could just like be brutally honest on how much I hate everything about you guys. But <laughs> I truly do love you guys. It's just I have a bad way of showing it. And, you know, this podcast has been fun. You know, we we started up and came a long way. And... It's going to keep going strong, and I think the system we're developing for it is just going to be freaking awesome. And if you don't listen to it, which you do because you're listening to me right now, then I don't know what to say to you. You're missing out. Uh, we got a great group of guys, and um, the the fan base we have is truly so freaking fun. I feel like there's nobody with a... We, we don't have any fans that have like a stick up theirs. They're, they're all cool. They're all chill. They understand. Um, and there's so many inside jokes we have already with these guys. They'll say something. I'll be like, what the hell is he talking about? And then I'll remember. <laughs> and, um, man, there's a, there's a couple of you guys that are just, and you know who you are. You interact with us all the time on Twitter and it's just, it's been a fun ride and I can't wait to be back from basic training and I'm going to be like the weirdest person ever. I don't know. Am I get, I don't, I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to even recognize myself then, but we'll see. I'm excited. I've lifted up the mic this episode. I've never done that. I went a little, a little free form on it. Usually I place my mic right here today. I lifted that ish up and we are going with it. And it has just been so much fun to roll through these episodes with you guys from the very beginning, interrupting Tyler all the time to the very end, <laughs> interrupting Alex all the time <laughs> and telling him he sucks, but it's okay because he knows that he doesn't suck. He's insanely smart and he's a fantastic writer for Bolt Beat. And we are lucky to have him here. That's insane. Didn't think that would happen. I didn't think any of this would happen, but here we are, and it's been an awesome ride. Well said, man. Well said. Well, we do wish you the very best in the army. You know, we're gonna we know that you're gonna crush it and give your best effort to that uh, service. It's gonna be a lot of fun to see how that pans out for you. And yeah, you know, I'm excited about the direction of this podcast. Obviously, Alex is uh, doing some big things here, as well as on Bolt Beat and Tyler. 
is actually going to come back for uh, our next episode, which will be exciting. And then, uh, you know, we'll see what happens during the season. But me and Alex are going to keep pumping out the content and doing some Patreon breakdowns and some grades and things like that during the season. And, of course, the giveaways. So, Alex, any other thoughts before we wrap up tonight? Yeah. Um, yeah, I know Jason, uh, you know, I've, I've known Jason, I guess, for a little over a year now, a year and a half, maybe. Um, and, you know, since he started writing for Bolt Beat and um, got invited into our little world that, you know, uh, you know, Travis created back in the day, uh, you know, but I've always, uh, liked, uh, reading Jason's stuff, you know, his, uh, his first article was underappreciated Trevor Williams, but, you know. <laughs> yes! Yeah, yes, but, uh, I remember that one. Yeah, and Trevor Williams is underappreciated, even though he's not on the team anymore, but. Come back, please. Yeah. Please, Trevor. Comeback come. season we should for Trevor Williams, the best comeback season we've seen since <laughs> Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Um, but yeah, man. This I've episode is censored. <laughs> I've always thought you've been um, a really great writer, uh, and also, you know, uh, you're kind of more into I think the Chargers uh, community on Twitter, and you built up a following of a lot of Chargers fans who love reading you and love reading your opinions. And um, it's just, uh, you know, you built this podcast as much as anyone else, uh, and um, I'm really honored. Uh, to be able to uh, kind of move on the show uh, afterwards, but um, yeah, I'm I'm really thankful for uh, the opportunity, and I'm really thankful for uh, having known you for about the last year or so. You make me blush, man. Um, you you are dang right that you're honored because. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Listen, I will be back. But you can you can handle it. You can do this, Alex, until the day I come back and kick you the hell out of the door. All right. <laughs> Alex isn't yes. going anywhere. He's here. He's here to stay. So Jason does have about a week or so before he departs. So if you want to send him some well wishes, make sure and at him at Centauri thirteen. You can follow J- Alex at Alex Lansdorf. Make sure you follow him as well. We got to get that follower count up. Follow me at Stephen I. Hagland and at GC Podcast 17. Uh, stay tuned for all of the Patreon stuff that's going to come out. You know, we got a lot of good videos. You, you best pay my out. boys. You best pay my boys. <laughs> Yo, right? shout yes. out. Shout out to Joey Bosa. You got that new contract? You can go to patreon.com. <laughs> yes, well done, man. Well done. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Jason, thanks again. We love you, man. We wish you well. Uh, yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Later, y'all. Peace out. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. 
Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.